What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? It's that time. It's the Breakdown Pro Wrestling Podcast time. I'm your host, Wayne, as always, joined by... Paul. And we are back this week with some... Well, there's not been much news. We went over the news last week of all the major things, and nothing has really happened to update you on those stories. Vince is still a... a closeted sexual predator paying off people. Well, considering... I thought about this. Go back in the nineties oh, yeah. and the two thousands. He was sexual. Era just shows you exactly what he was capable of. He was sexually harassing women in front of millions of people, getting cheered by thousands. Yeah. He made women do all kind of crazy yeah. things, so we shouldn't be surprised. But nothing else has come out about that. He settled out of court with uh, Andrew Luck for the XFL. And we have not heard anything from Sasha or Naomi really updating that situation. Uh, so really the biggest news in professional wrestling right now is AEW's Forbidden Door. The curse. Which, again, let's they, they just need to hope this isn't a one and done. No, uh, Tony came out and said it's not going to be a one and done, but... Who knows if the working relationship with New Japan sticks? And who knows? Well, I mean, here's the thing. It comes down to the buy rate. You wanted to, I mean, the buy rate and you want it to stick, you know, New Japan people are going to have to go over. Like, I get why you did it for Ring of Honor. Well, not a lot of New Japan people went over on Dynamite and Rampage. Well, I mean, you had some. Yeah, Osprey. Osprey, uh, but he lost his. Well, first. No, you had Osprey, you had Saber, Okada, Tanahashi. No, no, I mean like, oh, went over like, which is why they need to go over. When they the when they wrestled on Dynamite, yeah, they lost. They most of them lost, but um, yeah, which is why I'm saying they need to. You you need to have people win. Yeah, like the the best thing that could happen for that working relationship is to have Tanahashi go over Moxley. I, that's what well, we'll get to that in predictions. But, the, yeah, you're, you're right, but you're absolutely right to keep like new Japan. People need to go over. And what the, sucks is a lot of the smaller matches have no bodies. The thing <laughs> is the door, they made their money on the door. The second they announced this, it oh, yeah, sold, the, out. The they sold, made it a, sold out. Yeah. It's a million dollar door. Now it comes down to buy rates. How many people's going to buy? It'll be good. I, I mean, I think it'll. If you go by the ratings leading into this, like you the past two I weeks, mean, you can't. Like again, like I said about ratings, they hold steady. They fluctuate up, up and down a hundred, two hundred thousand. The they fluctuate uh, the they're fluctuating the same percent, like the same number. I'm not going to say percentage, but the same number that Vince in the WWE is fluctuating. I don't know. Raw fucking jumped up to two million for the first time in God Only knows how long. Only because fucking Vince came, you know, on SmackDown the numbers jumped, and then he was unannounced for Raw though. Yeah, but people nobody were, knew like, he was coming out. Still like, look, wanting to know what the hell's going mm. on. Um, this show is cursed simply because of the amount of injuries and shuffling they have to been doing. It all started, like we talked about last week, <clears throat> it was kind of a a snowball effect. When Punk got hurt and he wasn't be able to 
he needed surgery to fix his foot. That's what started this. Well, no, because, I mean, Brian had to have gotten whatever injury he has around the same time. He got it supposedly during the um, the pay-per-view, the big five-on-five match. Which would have been the night before Punk got hurt. Yeah. Adam Cole's been dealing with issues, I think a shoulder issue, a back issue, uh, for weeks. Which is basically why that's a four-way. And he he went through the pain to the point where he was going to rest up for the pay-per-view to get 100% for, the, for that. Um, it was just announced today that Ishii is going to be out for the pay-per-view because of a knee injury. So he's he's not going to be a part of the four-way. And um, yeah, it's just been... Just one thing after another with this. Uh, Andrade, the CMLL versus AAA debacle. Uh, is it CM- oh, yeah, it is CMLL. Yeah. So remember how you asked if Andrade can go to New Japan? Yeah. That can't happen. That's how much CMLL doesn't want AAA people involved in, in New Japan. Well, I mean, the, the, the FTR didn't come out with the AAA. T- I didn't even mention the AAA tag titles. They're not even on the line. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like every yeah. like the I the New Japan belts are on the line, the Ring of Honor belts are on the line, but they didn't even mention that FTR was the triple A tag team champions Wednesday. Yeah. And they can work the show simply because they're not under contract with Yeah, AAA. they were under contract with AEW first, which is why Andrade screwed because he signed with what? Triple A. He signed with Triple A before he signed with yeah, AEW. And Penta and Phoenix, I think they were long signed with AAA. Yeah, they've been, yeah, they've been signed, which is basically why we knew. Well, we knew the, yeah. the casual non-internet people didn't know Penta was just going to lose. Oh, it was obvious. Like as soon as um, I completely forgot that match was happening because I thought Malachi Black already fucking advanced. But it was just like, Oh yeah, Pinter's losing because of the relationship. Um, Buddy Matthews, speaking of which, he's hurt. That's why you haven't seen him in a while. Well, I mean, uh, he's been in their promos. Yeah, but he can't. And wrestle. they've they've just done singles. Well, no, he wrestled. He wrestled Pac last week. So he had no. No, this is two weeks ago. He wrestled Pac for the uh, to get brought in. I thought he wrestled Pac last week. No, I'm pretty sure he wrestled Pac last week because it was a singles match last week and then a singles match this week. Um, the bunny, she's hurt. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately. So allegedly, like, st- I think it was like Stardom said they didn't want nothing to do with this because they were there were talks like AEW was like, hey, you want to bring some chicks over? We can. Yeah, because we we got one women's match and it's. Two AEW people wrestling against one another. Yeah. Spring, like, why, why, why couldn't Maki Ito be on this card? It's the reason why um, Riho, when she was in Japan, or um, Shida, like, hasn't worked mm-hmm. stardom. They worked. I forgot. They worked somewhere else. Shida's doing, like, fucking, I think it's called live action plays. 
where it's like them coming out like doing the sword fighting. It's like Kabuki theater, but like the Resident Evil thing. Yeah, I was about to say Japan has a lot of uh, like she, weird stage shows of you know. Yeah, she's doing stage shows like they they she posted a little clip on on her Twitter of just like her sword fighting with somebody on stage. I mean, those are, they are pretty good. Like I've I've watched one of the Resident Evil ones all the way through. And it was pretty good. I watched the Yakuza one. Yakuza. Based on the video game. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, and I think I've seen bits and pieces of the Resident Evil Dude, one. Dude, there's more than one Resident Evil one. There's, there's a few. Um, so, yeah. We're still going to watch the pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Um... Speaking of which, Starcast is that weekend. Starcast Five. Mm-hmm. You get the reunion of Talking Smack, Renee and Daniel Danny. Bryan is yeah. going to be together. But the big news out of that weekend is Ric Flair's retirement match. They had to move it to a bigger venue because of demand for tickets. They're still they still haven't said no who opponent. opponent is going to be because they said it was going to be. It was originally supposed to be Steamboat, but Steamboat was like... Steamboat's like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Which means, so whoever said it was Steamboat was... I think... Blowing smoke out of their ass. Conrad, maybe, or Flair? Yeah, I don't know. I think it, it might have been Flair. I mean, he's fucking been training with fucking Jay Lethal and fucking taking bumps. Yeah, but... I mean, I mean he shouldn't... Look, look at, he has never in his career taken a back bump the right way, and I do remember like the one time he took it the right way in TNA... He blew the bursar sack in his elbow. He um he did a press conference today. Jeff Jarrett was there of all people. Wow, he, I mean Jarrett's on the fucking WWE contract. How yeah. did that fucking work? I mean It's the same thing that AJ Styles did a thing for TNA. Well, yeah, but I mean that's TNA and him have they have I think if you didn't have the connection between TNA and AEW, you'd have got AJ Styles there live. Hmm. But because there is some form of communication between AEW and TNA or Impact, whatever you want to call it now, they were like, you can do a video thing. Yeah. And then Samoa Joe was like, I wasn't even asked. <laughs> um, Flair said that you're not going to see 89 Flair. No. But he's like, I'm damn sure going to be better than... 94 flair or 2004 flair <laughs> like back when he was at in his dark days i mean he's uh, like i watch i've watched some of those those training videos i mean he looks like he's in great i mean he is old as shit but he looks like he's still in friggin great shape for his age at least considering how he I do, like what he said he said something he's like you 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 couldn't afford. I don't know who he was talking to, but he was like, "You couldn't afford me in my 30s. Like, I don't know what he was. Who oh, he was I'm talking sure his, to. his in his prime, his asking fucking price. Well, no, like to like if he was in his prime, if that was if you got 30 some odd year old, if you got like late 80, like 80s flair. Yeah. Now he'd be like, granted, society as it is today. Yeah. You might not be able to to get a flare. See, the thing is, according to flare, 
according to him, he doesn't even know. He's not. He's like whoever they book me. That's that's yeah. my that's gonna be my last guy. Um, Kurt Angle came out and said he's officially done. Like he's never gonna wrestle again. He did his double knee replacements, so he's. WrestleMania. I mean, at least we'll be able to see maybe him walk with straight legs. Yeah, maybe. They can work on his neck. Um, so him losing to Baron Corbin at WrestleMania. Right, I mean, is his like last Vince match. has just buried so many legends in their last matches. Well, him coming back as GM, like that whole run, was a fucking joke. Yeah, and that was just Vince getting back at him of. Going to TNA, yeah. Like you didn't want to get you didn't you didn't want to take out off of help, and you said us and went to TNA. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we're gonna go through the card for Forbidden and kind of give out predictions and thoughts on the matches. And um, we'll start off the first match: Zack Staver Jr. versus Question Mark. Oh no, we've got the the is the uh, the buy in on that not on there. No, no. The acclaimed in Gun Club versus four uh, nobodies from the dojo. They might be Young Lions, maybe. I think it's. A, I think they even referenced the dojo. Yeah, it's definitely four dojo kids, but I. They might be Young Lions. Let me say forbidden card. But at least got to be there for the acclaim rap. Yeah, no, it just sucks that it's on the the buy-in. Which is YouTube, so. Because I know Max Caster put out a thing, like a, a tweet uh, a couple like days ago, like before Wednesday. He's like, I'm such a, I'm, I'm such a great wrestler, they can't even find anyone for me to wrestle on Forbidden Door. <laughs> yeah, so it's... New Japan, Team New Japan Dojo... Yuya, Yumera, Alex Coughlin, the DKC, and Kevin Knight. DK. Gun Club and... Uh, the Acclaim. Uh, and, well, Max Caster. Yeah, Max Caster. Billy's, Billy's, Billy. Billy's actually going to be in it. Um, DK, DMK. DKC. DKC. Um, he's fighting Hook tomorrow night. Okay. Doesn't go well for him. Um yeah, so that's the Which buy. should be like, like, I mean, I know the card. They got a shit ton of people on the card. There's so many people that it's like, why is this person not on the card? Why is this person not on the card? I mean, here's the thing. The problem with like Hook should be on it, but then I'm like, whoever they put Hook, like Hook can't lose. So you would have to put him up with some against a nobody. How do you not have Yano on this fucking card? That, but then again, that comes down to New Japan. The girl is a destiny. This might come down to like who's stuck in Japan and can't travel. That's why it's so it's more of the LA Dojo yeah. people. Um, and they just made like, you know, fucking got Okada here. Yeah, Okada is probably him and Tanahashi and Hiromo Hiromu Tanahashi is probably like the bigger people to travel from Japan over here. Mm-hmm. Murder Grandpa's just been going around the United States <laughs> killing people. I mean, um, he needs to get, like, that's what's sad. Like, that, like, he needs to get a win on AEW because he, no, he beat one person, I think. Oh, Shinge uh, also is a big name coming over. No, no fucking Kenta. No evil. 
No, the, none of those bullet pe- club people. Um, because a lot of the other people are, are non-Japanese, and it's easier for them to travel here. Yeah. Um. So Zack Saber Jr. versus Question Marks. This was supposed to be Daniel Bryan, which Jesus Christ, that would have been a fucking five star, seven star match. Just a tech. Well, I mean, that's why I'm like, they need to make sure this isn't one and done. Yeah. Because you're then not getting the dream match. If you, this was going to be one and done and you knew that ahead of time, then you give the dream matches. Yeah. But now you can't even do that because Punk's out. Brian's out. And a lot, of, a couple other people are not 100%. Yeah. But the... And it's also another thing, weird thing is when you watch Dynamite last night, they were like... JR and Shivani and them were putting this over like, oh, we get invaded. They're taking over. It was like, this isn't a fucking invasion. Y'all haven't built this as an invasion. Well, no, that's what I, but again, that was like my comments last week. Like, it's a three-week build. What they meant was, what they were trying to say was an invasion and they take it over is like, if they take the belt. Yeah. That's all it is. It's like, technically, it's the interim fucking belt. The real belt is still on Punk. But he's not gonna be the. He'll like, be punk. They punk should not be on television until he's ready to come back. Yeah, punk ain't coming back in, for another probably two months. That's what I'm saying. Like he should be off of television until he comes back. So yeah. then you can sell it that way. So Daniel Bryan, of course, came out last night, cut a great promo. He's like, um, I came I can't, out through the bad guy tunnel. Yeah, I'm, no, I, I'm not telling you. <laughs> I came out through the heel tunnel. I'm not gonna tell you who it is, but. It's my friend, and it's the next member of the Black uh, Pool Combat Club. So whoever this person is is going to be joining them. Three names popped up. Immediately, two of them popped up: Claudio, Cesaro, mm-hmm. and Johnny Gargano. Instantly, automatically, fucking pulled up. Johnny just so happens he's signing. He's doing a signing in Chicago that weekend. And he's like, I swear to God, this means nothing. I'm not going to be at the show. Um, I booked this way in I advance mean, before the again, show was it's announced. It was like the internet wrestling yeah. community is going to hype this. Like, that's why everybody who's pissed at Christian like was the big sign. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not that it was a bad signing and they overhyped it. You, the internet community, overhyped yeah. it. So you got those two names, which if they join the com- the Blackpool Combat Club, it kind of defeats the purpose of the original idea of this club. Yeah, because it should be young, like it's another them, young person. It's Moxley and Daniel training these fucking young lions. They're young lions mm-hmm. to do this. So people are saying it's, it could be Grisham. I could, I would be okay with that. I would be very much okay with that. He's a fucking extremely technical wrestler. That dude can bend you 5,000 I mean, ways. Like fucking pit, he's like a, a, a small, compact pit bull. Yeah, he's a smaller version of Ishii. Um, the person I think it's going to be, my prediction, Mariotti. You bring him in as your fucking young lion dude. And also, this person's going to be taking Daniel Bryan's spot in Blood and Guts. See, that's what I mean. I just, I don't think it, I don't think it's going to be anybody that's 
I, I just I don't think it's, it's gonna be anybody in the company. It's got it's. I don't think it's got to be somebody be big. De- I think it's gonna be a debut. Unless if, it's fucking Johnny Elite again. No, <laughs> I, I don't think it's Gargano because I don't think Johnny fits. Blackpool. Blackpool. But he's a very good technical. He is, but I don't wrestler. think he fits. He is the violence. Like, yeah, you can say he was in war games and stuff, but like war games, the way NXT did war games is very different than the way blood and guts is. But also him and Daniel Bryan, I guess was on two opposite shows. So I don't know how much interaction. That's what I'm saying. Like had. the only thing that connects them is they're both like Sean guys. I don't know their overlap of when he was in NXT and Daniel Bryan was still there. Yeah, I don't think there was any. So then you only could go, were they on the, did they face each other on the indies at all? Because the only time, there's a good chance. There's a very good chance they, they faced each other on the indies. Uh, Claudio. Cla- like, I could see Cesaro fitting that mold better. And who better? Because Eddie hates Claudio, too. Claudio. Yeah. And so we like it makes sense for Daniel Bryan's like I'm gonna bring in somebody that you hate even worse than me. Yeah, and you gonna have three of these motherfuckers because he hates Zack Saber Jr. even more. Yeah, so I was sort of like, if you do that, I mean that makes more that makes sense. But like the one bad thing is like I would love to see Claudio come in, but also it's one of those dude you got way too many fucking stars. <laughs> well, I mean to it's, deal with it's an it's another one of those like because we have been so used to what Vince does and the same people are on the show every week. Like, I don't care. You could bring in all these people. They don't need to be on the show every week. But that's just me. Like, I'm like, I could, you know, I love Eddie and I want to see Eddie every week. But if Eddie didn't show up for a month and we got some other storyline on TV instead, I'd be okay with that. Because really the only storylines right now that I can't stand is... I can't stand Sammy. Like, I just... Why? Like, I, I just love the fact that Ty, like, didn't like her spot in NXT, so she sat out, and then now she's just arm candy. Like, so you're not really a professional wrestler. You know? That, that's my my take on that. Well, like, the good if you're okay with this, then the, you should have been okay with actually wrestling. Well, she's still going to wrestle. It's just, it's a way better fit for them to to join back up with Jericho. Well, yeah, because there was nothing else they could do with fucking Sammy. And what's more sports entertainment than to have 20 people in one fucking group? I mean, I'm okay. With, again, I'm okay with factions and yeah. all kinds. I'm like, I love, I love my faction wars. So my prediction is it's going to be whoever the mystery person is wins. Because you're not going to bring in somebody just to lose, unless it's going to be Grisham or it's going to be Moriarty. I mean, it's like there are some of these matches where I'm like, I don't know. Do you have someone as big of a name as Zack Saber Jr. lose to somebody other than Daniel? Like, because him, like fucking Claudio beating him to me doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, great. Claudio's a great freaking wrestler and he's a great technical wrestler and he's fucking, 
you know, he can work stiff and, you know, he looks like he could beat the living shit out of somebody. But Zack Sabre Jr. is definitely higher on the card at this point. Everywhere else, yes. But here in America, no. Because he did the, he did, like, when he first started and he came to the, I think it was like the mid 2000s, he was in PWG and stuff like that. He was at Rev Pro. Uh, when he brought that over, and then he had a great run in PWG where he was a baby, he was like one of the hottest baby faces in in, in the Indies, um, going up against Adam Cole and all of them, and Roderick Strong. And then when he finally won the belt, he became a heel and had a great fucking program with Chuck Taylor to where Chuck Taylor finally. I mean, again, yeah, I guess if you're just looking at the fucking market the way it is, like, yeah, people are going to know who Cesaro is more than Zack Sabre Jr., but, like, just, Hopefully it's not a letdown. To me, in the pecking, like, again, some of these matches have, like, yeah, these are going to be great matches, but the fucking downside is some of the finishes are just not going to be what we want. No. Like, cause to me, like with, if he's not wrestling a Daniel Bryan level person, he should win. Like, cause they're, you're going to have to have new Japan guys win. Oh, that he'll win. New Japan people are winning other matches. So you can, you can give, cause this, what's the point of debuting this guy handpicked by Daniel Bryan just to lose? Yeah. I mean, I, I get that's, that, that that's what I'm saying. Like, and then I, you got to build him up for blood and guts the next week. Not even the next week. In like two days, yeah, he's going to be in blood and guts. Yeah, I mean, I just... It's like this is where this is where I'm feeling conflicted with this show. Like, you're going to have people... Like, again, in all honesty, if we're talking Cesaro debuts, Claudio debuts, I would rather see Zack Sabre Jr. win. Hmm. Like, because I couldn't even pick a... I'm just going to put out into the universe. We didn't know Chompa's contract expired and he just shows up. Because if there's one person who fits Blackpool. Oh, yeah. It's Tommaso Chompa. One person suggested there would be William Regal. Yes, I did hear that. <laughs> Regal just fucking shows up and bends fucking. Talk, all, bends fucking. <laughs> talk about a dream match that everybody finished. Like Regal in his fucking prime versus. Saber, yeah, two of the most technical fucking wrestlers. The person who probably taught Regal, I mean, taught Saber how to fucking do yeah. British style. So yeah, that would be you know just and then have everybody like protect him in fucking blood and guts. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next is Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. Dude, I, I, I just I really I don't care. That's the problem. None of these women's storylines I do I give two shits about. Because to me, Tony Storm should not have come and run out and saved Thunder Rosa. It's because one, I don't think any like the women's shit does not seem like it is based on wins and losses. It's it is very much a WWE style. You come out and go, I want a title match, and I get it. Well, the problem with the women's division is they're only pushing four. It's Britt, Thunder, Tony. And Jade. 
And then now yeah, because got, Athena shouldn't be now fucking, you got Athena. Athena. Athena shouldn't be anywhere near the title because Brit should just like whoever has the belt should go. No, you yeah. need to go wrestle and beat some people. Because you got her focused on on Jade, Jade. Statlander's focus on Jade. So you're not you're not getting Athena and Jade until a pay per view. Because if that's the person who's going to take Jade down, you save that for a pay per view. Statlander, you're gonna. They're probably going to do more tag team stuff on Rampage. And then maybe at, they just, in Minnesota, they are doing one of those sponsored Dynamites where they got a special name. Mm-hmm. And it's something by the lake. Oh. And it's a weird fucking name. It, it doesn't make any sense. It, the, uh, I, I mean, I just, like, the women's, they just need, I don't know who's writing and who's doing any, like, Tony Khan needs to have somebody else do the women's stuff. I would thought that was Kenny, but I don't know how much. That's another thing. Like, no Kenny on this show. I think if Kenny shows up, it's a surprise. He, he ain't wrestling, I can no, tell you No, he's that. not wrestling, but I think he'll show up. He's got to. Like He's the Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? The ultimate. Dude, you can't beat him. Yeah. You can't, you can't beat him. Kenny, Mox, and fucking Brian. Also, each person hate... like. Each they all yeah, like they Kenny don't, hates Mox, Mox hates Kenny, uh Kenny hates fucking Dan and Ryan, Dan and Ryan hates Kenny. Like yeah, it's just like these three people hate one another, but together they are a violent tornado of just no one can stop us. Just out of nowhere, just Melter just explodes <laughs> of just stars everywhere. Uh but yeah, I mean, I'm just like the women's division needs it needs something. Yeah, it needs an overhaul. It needs to start. It's the same thing with WWE. You need to start pushing more than this small group of people to make them viable contenders for belts. And I mean, for you, why are you doing dark and dark elevations that are like a half hour? For, like you have unlimited time. Put more women's matches on those shows. Yeah. And build up ranks, build up wins and losses for people. Because at first you were doing Nia, uh, Nia Rose, but she ain't doing nothing now. Uh, Mira Shavir. Nyla came out. She's teaming with fucking Marina. Marina Shavir now. Roddy is Rod? No, Roddy's still fucking under the contract. Roddy's only get, the only way Roddy shows up is if he did, he got released three months ago. Yeah, unfortunately, he resigned. <laughs> So yeah, he's, when everybody else fucking it's, left, it's now uh, him just you know pleading for his you know look. Everybody needs to go talk to Sasha and find out what her lawyer is doing to get her out of this fucking contract. See, here's a we'll go to that. Later. <laughs> uh, um, another dream rat match you didn't know you wanted: Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy for the uh, and he North hasn't, American he, he title. Hasn't eaten a pin. His other guys have eaten the pins, so... Here's the thing. Technically, Juice Robinson is still the champion because he uh, didn't do a show. And um, so they stripped him of the belt and Juice Robinson never surrendered the belt back. That's yeah, so why... He still has... Yeah. That's why he hasn't... And he's married to Tony Storm. He can just show up. Mm-hmm. So that would be... A, that would be a way to end that match without having a winner. That would still be kind of satisfying. I think they're still engaged. I don't know if they got no, married. No, they got married. I, just, oh, I, saw, the, I saw the thing today. Oh, okay. They, uh, they were going to have a wedding. 
like after she left WWE, while she was like no, like no incommunicado, she was like, let's get married. Let's just do it. Let's just get married. And they were planning a wedding and they saw the guest list and it was just way too much effort. And like, so they just like went and got fucking, they mm. went to the courthouse or whatever and just got fucking married. Unless Sasha shows up and she's the technical wrestler versus Zack Sabre. <laughs> Um, <laughs> sits on the mic and go oh yeah by the way I got my release see that what that is that's how you want to you want to you want to <clears throat> talk about the, the the Monday Night Wars that's the kind of shit you do what is Mercedes whatever her last name is doing in the you can't I don't think you're going to call her Mercedes oh, I mean, that's a real name I know but you've got Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez already yeah they don't do nothing with her Oh, then she's, Which is sad. She's like, the she's, Ring of Honor. She's fucking champion. She's fucking awesome. <laughs> um. Yeah, because Will Osprey, that once in a generation talent, he went up against Nick Wayne, um, last weekend, and in GCW, I think it was, and had who also Maki Ito is making her debut. I know. Mark Ito ought to be on this fucking card. Um, she needs to come in and just attack both Thunder Rosa and fucking Tony Storm. Oh, she's the the next member of Blackpool. <laughs> yes, that would be great. Um, that would be great. Yeah, look up. I think it was in December. I mean, she fought fucking Suzuki, Suzuki already. Yeah. So, um, Will Offspray is amazing fucking talent. That dude, like, just look at he broke the fucking star rating scale. Mm-hmm. He wasn't lying when he says he has more five-star matches than any other wrestler out there. Other than probably Kenny or Okada. That's probably it. He broke the wrestling world and broke the internet, him and Ricochet, at the best of the juniors. Mm-hmm. And Vader and fucking... Uh, Cornette had a fucking aneurysm. Oh, yeah. You want to see fucking Cornette have an aneurysm? Let Maki Ito show up and fucking mm-hmm. fight fucking... Zack Sabre. Zack Sabre Jr. He fucking... Let, let Maki Ito join Blackpool. <laughs> Look, uh, the House of Black's got a female. Fucking Blackpool needs a female. Who never came out with... At least a lot of... No, they with, didn't come out. Nobody came out with him. Yeah, at least have like... You can have her come out with with black. They did. They. The last time all four of them came out, she came out. Yeah, that was the Buddy Matthews. Yeah, they just nobody came out with them for this. Um, and it's also Orange Cassidy. You won't know by looking at him, but he's a fucking amazing high-flying wrestler. Which is why I hated his gimmick at first and then he toned it down and actually started wrestling and yeah. I'm like, that's like, that's what I want to see. More of the, I, of the, Cause I, the, the, the fed up, I have to do something. His Chikara days, back when he was Fire Ant, I think it was, and the, the big high-flying, big moves. Uh, so yeah, I, I can probably guarantee that's that could be match of the night. Oh yeah, it has all the potential to. But and again, it's another one of those matches. Like who wins? 
I say you give it to Osprey because you. Orange Cassidy losing to him is doesn't, gonna, doesn't, doesn't hurt, hurt anything. It doesn't hurt him. Three you, of the biggest. You, you hurt Osprey in America if he loses. Three of the biggest pops last night on Dynamite was Okada, FTR, and Orange Cassidy. Yeah, Orange Cassidy doesn't doesn't it doesn't hurt him to lose. Yeah, and plus, and if this relationship goes forward, do you give your fucking North American belt to Orange Cassidy? Is he gonna fly to Japan and fucking do this? Yeah, that's the you have to 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 that's another thing that you have to gauge who wins and loses. Yeah, if if any of the I, um, the IWGP titles are on the line, it's pretty sure that they're gonna win. It's it's gonna stay in those belts are gonna stay in Japan. I don't know. Uh, I think FTR wins. I can see that. I, it's I either, think that'd it's be either the one. FTR or Rapongi wins because you've already got what's his face going back and forth. Yeah. But I'd, lo- I'd, I'd love to see FTR with all those, like fucking come out on fucking dynamite with three fucking belts. The tag team ultimate. Yeah, but right. here's the thing they're going to have the fucking New Japan belts. Is fucking AAA going to let them fucking carry the fucking AAA belts and the New Japan belts at the same time? Probably not. So it might be. Re- I think if I, I can see you don't give Jeff Cobb in the Great Ocon the Ring of Honor belts, not the Ring of Honor belts, but the IW. We'll talk about that match when we get to it. <laughs> um, next is the eight eight man tag match of dudes of atti- dudes with attitude <laughs> versus the Bully Club. <laughs> The most 1990s Sting fucking WCW. Dude, he needs to come out in like... Because technically, I want to say that's a team name of like... Is that not Laurinaitis' fucking tag team? No, that was the... When he was Johnny Ace. No, that's... um. Oh, God, what the fuck were their names? The tag team. I don't think it was dudes with attitude. It was something dudes. Surfing dude? No. Who fought at the NWA Great American Bash consisting of El Gigante, Lex Luthor, Paul Orndorff, Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner, Sting, and Junkyard. Jesus Christ, that was like a what? A one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on seven? Was that a war games or something? Professional wrestling stable who fought at NWA Great American Bash. Oh, he went up against in the, the 90s horse against the Four Horsemen. The Four Horsemen, yeah. And that's when El Gigante first. That's when he left WCW. No, WWF. No, he would. No, he no, went to I, WCW first, and then went yeah, to WWF. Yeah, he went, yeah, he, then he. Yeah, this is before he fought the Undertaker. Yeah. Johnny Hard Dog, hmm. my favorite wrestler. So you have. Darby Allen, Sting, uh, Shingo, and you got um, Hiromu Tanahashi, Mister. I want to break my neck and die in the ring. Not named Kodobushi. Oh, is that the dude who actually with Walter the little stuffed? No, no. I thought he was. Is that the one who actually broke his freaking neck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
he's the junior he's like the top junior uh wrestler for new japan it's also speaking of which uh um oh god what the fuck is it kabashi um Back to the Future fucking dude that was in NXT. Oh, Kota Ibushi. No. No. Oh, fuck. Well, he's now back in Japan. Like, he came out this week, and he's like, I want... I live in Orlando. I have a home in Orlando. If I have to move to California, I want to make Japan wrestling a worldwide thing. Like, he's gonna... He's... He's done with anything else. He's purely a hundred percent in. Yeah, because he got fucking WWE fucked him. Kabushi, Kab- fuck. It's gonna come to me. Yeah. Um, taking on the Bullet Club, which is Matt and Nick Jackson, uh, El Fatasimo, who's an amazing fucking wrestler, and um. Hana, Hana, Hanaka Leo, the big giant. Yeah, the one who's been on. He's been on fucking yeah. dynamite already. Wasn't he with uh, Suzuki and Lance Archer that one time? Yeah. So yeah, Sting and him win this. Yeah, Sting, Sting and him win this. Sting needs to come out in like his aid, like the the paint. Like, I know he's not gonna do it, but he needs to come out in the old fucking sting mm. makeup Nick and Matt tweeted that um, it's like oh, I guess we have to go in the attic and dust off some old boxes so you could see like old school bullet club yeah. gear um, and just to hear a fucking bullet club theme I mean, like it's the just, old it, school it comes down to yeah the, the, if you had like gorillas of destiny with the other two, like or other big name bullet club people, then I would say they win. Yeah. But you, you don't have like the, but one of the bullet club members is going to fucking take the, eat the pen. I'm guessing it's Phantasmo. Yeah. One of them's eating the fucking Darby pen. is probably going to be the one to, to pin Phantasmo. Give Darby a win. Yeah. Um, but it's also, you look at the bullet club stable right now. You could have put two other people in this. And again, it, it comes down to like... You got the, Evil, you got Kenta. The can get here. Yeah. Although Kenta, Kenta's here. He's been on AEW already. Well, that was years ago. It was during the lockdown. He he fought Moxley. Um, you got them two. You have um, the Good Brothers. It's still fucking Bullet Club. Who now is the? I think they just got the impact. No, they left. They left impact. They left impact. Um, somebody just beat fucking. Some tag team just beat uh. The Briscoes. To take the belts off of them, the impact belts. I can't remember, but yeah, they. There was two other people. You could have did like an old school fucking style reunion of Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. If you bring in, oh, you could have did a one off. Yeah, a one off. Um. Next, you got the six man tag: Eddie Kingston, Shota, 
Amino, Rila Yuta versus the Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and um, Suzuki. Suzuki. I just want to see Eddie and Suzuki. I thought fucking... I'd have preferred that be a singles match. I thought um, Lance Archer was a part of this. No, he wrestled Wednesday. Hmm. See, the best thing is... And he ate the pin, so no. So the funniest thing was that shitty fucking breakdown at the end of the show of Dynamite Mm -hmm. where Moxley... Moxley is the worst friend Hey, Eddie's getting jumped. Yeah, he was out there by himself. At and first. he just looks at him and just watches him get jumped. And he's like, "No, I'm just gonna do the stare down with fucking Tanahashi." Yeah, that just seemed kind of weird. And then everybody else came out and to help Eddie and blah blah blah. And the best part is like everybody goes nuts and they finally pan the camera over and that's just fucking here comes Suzuki in his in his fucking he looks jumpsuit. like a yakuza like boss. He does. He looks like a mm. yacht, like a legit Yakuza boss. Literally, Dave Meltzer says it every time. Suzuki is the perfect Bond villain. He does look like a Bond villain. He looks like a villain in general. Yeah. Like you could, it doesn't matter the genre of movie. You need a villain. You could put Suzuki in it, and it would work. He did a hair match, and lost. And he beat up the person that was supposed to cut his and hair shave. and shaved it himself with a big smile on his, like, big evil grin on his face. And it's the scariest fucking image <laughs> you ever see. AEW, once again, tried to do that with I don't Artis. know. Ortiz was kind of like... Just yelling blood and guts. But no, I like the way... I like the way Regal sold that. Regal's commentary sold that. I wouldn't be surprised if Kingston wins this and Sammy's just added in to take the pin. pin. But who doesn't want to see fucking Suzuki and Kingston? That's what I'm saying. That should have been a one-on-one match. It that's what it should it should have been Jericho calls in. The only problem with the only problem with that, it should have been Jericho calling in Suzuki to take out Eddie. The only problem with that is anytime we've seen Suzuki on Dynamite or on AEW, he eats a pin. The most fight now, we saw him put up is against Samoa Joe. He won on Dark, by Dark Elevation. Even like all the names that he's going up against, yeah. he's. Um, yes, it should be Eddie versus Suzuki in a one on one. Because you could take Chris, and like I said last week, you could have pulled him into the for the title match it's like listen motherfuckers I wasn't a part of this tournament I should have been a part I'm the first champion and then he should have just went I have sold out here in main events and I have sold out Tokyo Dome main events I deserve to and do the whole sports entertainer like just coming out and going I want a a title like that would be the most sports entertainer thing to do like I don't care about wins like I did this. I did this. I need to be in this match. The commentary last night wasn't good. Building this. You should have had Kevin Kelly, the voice of New Japan. Yeah. Could have been there. If you don't have fucking red shoes for this main event, what are you even doing? That is true. Um, 
But they were like, when Tanahashi and Jericho were finally in the ring together, and Shivani was like, oh my God, this is once in a lifetime type thing, blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, they wrestled before G1 a couple of years ago when he was the quote unquote pain maker bullshit. And he won, uh, I think it was the North American title. No, he lost to Tanahashi. And I think they were going for the North American title at yeah. the time. Yeah, that had to have been when they put... This is when the North he, American title hasn't been around that long. He. This is when he first left... WWE. WWE. Yeah. And he did the fucking pain maker. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah. I... I Cannot see Eddie Kingston, that. and also the um, uh, Shota is has a relationship with um, Chris Jericho because when Chris Jericho was wrestling in Japan for that short time, he was his young lion, Jericho's young lion. And at one point, when Ta- when him and I think it was him and Tanahashi was fighting, he did the walk to Jericho on the outside to Tanahashi. And he tried to like break up. It's like, hey, listen, like the match is over, and but it was something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Jericho ended up beating him up and putting him in the fucking walls of Jericho. So they got See, that's they the got kind history. Of, that's the kind of stuff they should show. They should have shown in the but build up to this. They don't talk about that. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Like you, you if you if they showed that, they should have just got the footage from New Japan to show that, and then like. That's why this random New Japan guy yeah, is, is that in it. this match. Because that was just a random throwaway line when they came out for the big brawl at the end. And, and Excalibur was like, oh, that's so-and-so. He was Jericho's young lion back when he was in New Japan. And that was it. Yeah, that's what I'm like, yeah, like, again, a three-week build was not enough time for this. Um, Now we get to the tag team match, FTR versus Alt, uh, United Empire, Great Khan, Jeff Cobb. Versus uh, Rapongi Vice, Rocky Romero, and Trent. Question mark or Trent Beretta. I guess he's gone by his New Japan name, Trent Beretta. It's not just Trent Question mark. I don't know if I've had. I mean, I don't think they've ever referred to his la- like Beretta. Yeah. I think it's just they just refer to him as Trent, even in like best friends. How is it not Chuck Taylor in this? I don't know, but did you see BTE? Like yeah. they they're trying like Dark Order's trying to like get him in. Like I don't know, I don't know what's going on with Chuck. That, that it, it is weird though, because yeah. it's like he's like was, like when I saw it, he's like cutting up the best friend T-shirt, and it's like is the is the fucking stable done? It was was Wheeler Yuta leaving like. They did do destroy a destroy the fucking. There <laughs> best was friends. there was a. Um, Okada did take a picture backstage with all the Chaos members. So it's like doing the Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. thumbs up. And it's Statlander, Cassidy, Rapungi Vice, and um, Chuck with Okada in the middle. Um, I think United Empire fucking wins this. And takes the Ring of Honor belts? Yeah. Because you can easily do back and forth with Ring of Honor than with AEW I mean, I, I, would, I would agree with that if we were any closer to Ring of Honor and having it's, it's also, like a structure. It's also travel restrictions for non-Japanese people traveling back and forth from Japan. 
No, I mean, Rocky's been going back and forth. I don't think so. Yeah. If anything, he, he was probably in L.A. most of the time. I mean, fuck, he's been wrestling on Dynamite and Dark and all that for the past couple months. I don't know. I thought he was going back and forth to Japan. I don't know. I just, like, I think, after, again, if if AAA would play along, like, having FTR with all the belts and then going, after they win these, like, looking at the Young Bucks and going... If anything, it's going to come down to FTR is going to have the win in Rapungi Vice's in this just to take the pin. They do the big rig on Trent, uh, Rocky, and um, Great O'Con or Jeff Cobb runs in, fucking throws them out the ring and, and pins them, like steals a win, and that's how they. I mean, they it retain. could work. That could work, but I, I just think I think. It's also if anybody, if any AEW people were gonna win New Japan belts, this is the one to, in my mind, that FTR wins the belts. This is the only belt because didn't that, that could they wrestled hands. in New Japan before? Before F- they went to WWE, did they not? FTR? Yeah, I don't think so. I thought FTR was like just like War Machine. I don't think they were a team before WWE. They wrestled in the same territory, but I don't think they were a tag team. I guess, I guess so. I'm not 100% sure if they were a tag team on the Indies before they got signed to NXT. No, Dustin was created by Dusty Rose in 2014 then yeah. as the mechanics and then later simply Dash and Dawson. Dude, they just, they're so good it seems like. They've got way more the only thing is, experience than they do because according to this, that's 2014. Yeah, that was the Indies. They were they they're from the same area, so they're um they're probably traveled the territory like the Indies together and stuff like that, and probably wrestled each other a lot. Yeah, I, just, I mean, they just seem like they've got way more experience than they do. Yeah, it's just how good NXT was at the time, like building up talent. Um, I, I, but again, like I said, if any, like I, that's the one, the one match where I'm like, if a New Japan belt's on the line, that an AEW person wins. Next, you have the North Atlantic. The Mid-Atlantic. Mid-Atlantic belt. Well, this is Miro all day. Yes. And then it's got to be Miro. And then he feuds with Malachi. It's either either, uh, Black or Miro. So Ishii is hurt. He qualified at Dominion to be a part of this. He's got a knee injury, got pulled today. His replacement is Clock. Connors, who I don't know anything about. Yeah. Never heard of him. I'm guessing he's the LA Dojo guy. Um, But it's now Connors, Pac, Miro, and Malachi. Miro wins this and then feuds with fucking the House of Black. 
those gimmicks are in direct conflict with one another. Miro's promo last night was so fucking good. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna break down that forbidden door. I'm gonna drag your bodies. Who'd have thought? Like literally, a guy going like. I mean, at this point, he's a god killer. Yeah, is what he's what he's saying. Like, who'd have thought that would get over? Like, but it's it's him. Like, because he called fucking Malachi Black a pagan. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna defeat a pagan, the a bastard, and and then I think he's just called Ishii. He called just Ishii. Ishii. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't call him like a fucking pit bull because that's his nickname, the Stone Pit Bull. But um, like I'm gonna kick down Ephibin door. I'm gonna drag your bodies to this god and. And then again, at some point, Lana's got to show up. I don't know, dude. She's probably making so much money. Fucking. He keeps like, you keep referencing her and the crowd pops every time he does. Because as a personality, Lana works. I'm not going to say as a wrestler. No, you don't. Fuck no. You don't have her. Unless she has been doing all kind of training. No, she's been acting and modeling so then yeah she just shows up as a person like again which is what got her over in the wwe she started her own there's like i guess there's like an offshoot only fans that's like the iconics is on i don't know she's on I it just, it's, it's 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 like your own thing i guess it's a bigger cut for you oh. than you then you have to give to i don't know but um because I know, like, the first day it went live, she made a shit ton of money, just like Tony Storm did the first 24 hours that her OnlyFans went live. Um, but, yeah, Miro has to win this. Yeah. Has to. Because the only time the TN- the last time the TNT fucking title... Meant w- anything. Meant anything was when Miro had it. Yeah. And then lost it to Darby. No, lost it to Cody. Yeah, because he, he beat Darby for it. Yeah, he... And then Cody touched it, and mm. it went to hell. <laughs> Got that Cody stank on it. Who now he's saying that he's going to be back sooner than yeah. expected. Sure you are, bro. Sure you are. Um, Next for the New Japan World Heavyweight title is Jay White versus Okada versus Cole versus Page. I think this is from the beginning from the beginning, this was going to be a four-way. Yeah, which I have no interest in it being a four-way. But it's also... But I mean, again, this should be where you have all your legacy Bullet Club people show up. Why have... Why wait until the go-home show to bring out Okada? Because I think it probably was... Okada was a question mark. Because his, his wife's about to give Which is birth. probably why they put the fucking belt on white any... For that specific reason. They or, didn't know if Okada was going to come over to be able to make it. Or... You know, if Okada's wife had a, is having a kid, he's probably not going to be in New Japan for a bit. So... Also, Okada's fucking tall. Jesus Christ, dude. He is built and he is tall. Like, he's taller than everybody in that ring. He is. He's Yeah, he's the biggest motherfucker in that match. Dude, he is fucking... Which is more than likely why he's winning. Let, I, him, let him retake that title. No, I think you save that for G1. Him and him and Jay at G1. Um, 
at the end of the year. I, I, this might be another one of those. Then, then this better have a crap ton of Bullet Club people. This this is probably come in. the way this ends is probably Jay White turns on Adam and let, pins Adam. Well, no, I mean let this be the fucking overbooked match. Have like a great match up until the end, and then fucking Jay White's getting his ass beat. He's gonna lose, and then that's when the Bullet Club people start coming out. Because again, that's why we love Bullet Club. There's so many of them. If anything, that's gonna be the people coming out is Matt and Phantasmo and all that. That's what I'm saying. Like this is, would be this is where you have the surprise people that show up. Is is uh, Gatto coming out with oh, with White? No, because nobody's come out with him. That's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. this is when you have like the surprise people show up. Um, I and think, then at some point, I mean. I think Jay keeps this. Or do you have Kenny just come out onto the stage and cause a distraction? No, because Kenny ain't coming back until the end of the year. But you could still have him show up. He's showing up in some way. What sucks is the G1 Classic, That's they announced the participants in that. The, the one AEW person is Lance Archer. Unfortunately. Like... AEW people don't have their own block. Mm. Which kind of sucks. Um, yeah, out of those four, I think JY keeps it. I think it's a shenanigans type thing. And I mean, I, if White it's wins. not overbooked and nobody else shows up, I would hope Okada would win. But. Because it's. I it's, just. The big storyline is. Adam Cole's like, this is my good friend, my buddy, Jay White. Which is why I think it needs to... Be, this is why I think you need the Bullet Club people to show mm. up and fucking beat up Adam Cole. and Because it's technically three Bullet Club people versus Okada. Do fucking Tonga come out and cost Jay White the belt? Because they've been... Because Did he kick him out or Evil kicked him out? I can't remember. Either way, I'm like, it's this literally, technically, it's three Bullet Club people versus Okada in this match. So this would be the match where you have all the Bullet Club people come in. Well, Paige ain't gonna, Paige is a former Bullet Club. Doesn't matter. Fucking mm. technically, fucking Adam Cole's former fucking Bullet Club. Well, technically, when you're Bullet Club. You're Bullet Club for life. Yeah. So. I mean, if fucking Finn and fucking, uh, I just want and AJ can throw up the fucking too sweet like they fucking NWO. <laughs> I just hope the the Bullet Club match Jackson match they come out with the old school theme, like the real Bullet Club theme. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna assume it's gonna be from you know when they were like they're gonna wear they're gonna have old Bullet Club gear from when they were in fucking like. Yeah. Bullet Club, Bullet Club. Because you don't have to do the fucking elite. Like, Cody's not around anymore. So, there is, like, again, elite just stayed a thing because it was a thing before Cody. Like, without Cody, you really don't need to do the elite thing anymore. Oh, yeah. Another injury I forgot. Kyle O'Reilly and fucking Bobby Fish are both hurt. That's why Kyle's not a part of the, the eight man thing mm. with Darby and they wrote fish off when he got 
pulmonized. When he got hit in the nuts? No, they pulmonized um, Bobby Fish oh, yeah, 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 when Sting came back. Chair. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Um, and then your last match is the interim AEW World Championship match against Tanahashi uh, and Moxley. I say Tanahashi. Like, fucking grow a pair of balls. Let Tanahashi win. Tanahashi has to win this simply because when it's when Punk's finally back and you do the, the two belts, you get the Tanahashi Punk match. You give him the Tanahashi Punk match that everybody wanted. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I don't. Know, I don't know how much I wanted it. No, I mean again, there were other matches we would have preferred, but yeah, Punk and somebody else and Tanahashi versus somebody else. But it's also you don't have Mox lose to Punk. No. That needs to be a fucking build-up on its own. Yeah. And you don't have Punk lose to Moxley his first title defense back. No. Like, he never had a chance to defend. He had he defended about, what, once? Against Hangman? Yeah. No, he beat Hangman. That's it. He got... They got hurt. Then he got hurt. The next, the next night, though, that Wednesday was the six man with FTR versus. Yeah, yes, he didn't. You're right. He didn't defend it at all. He, I think he heard it before that, but he really heard it during the um, the Hangman match, and then it got worse during the six man. But you got to give it to Tanahashi. Yeah, like that's you want to again. You want to keep that relationship with with, with New Japan. You give your belt to a New Japan guy. And also, you can do shenanigans. It doesn't have to be a clean finish. Tanahashi could be knocked out. Not, yeah, because not I mean, fucking Jericho comes. and all them shit. Like, again, mm-hmm. a lot of these matches would have grounds to have in a This is why... Because again, Jericho, you have Blood and Guts Wednesday. So yeah. they need, like... Jericho probably... Jericho be being pissed... If he loses to fucking Eddie earlier in the night, he's going to be pissed. Because. And it interferes in the main event. Jericho came out last week or two weeks ago and was like, I should be a part of this match and blah, blah, blah. And. um, Because then you could. And ultimately. You have Jericho come out, cost Moxley to match. Tanahashi gets it. You have Tanahashi defended against Jericho and Jericho lose. So you really put Tanahashi over as a th- like a pinnacle, like up at the top. If anything, it could be Daniel Garcia comes in and costs. You haven't seen Daniel like when he did the fucking big brawl. He was out there. Was Daniel was out there? Yeah, he was out there. I didn't see him. That was just ca- like I don't know. He needs Tony needs somebody who's better in the booth. In the truck, like that's uh, that's my one issue with like I love it's entertaining, but God, the director, the direction, and the the camera cuts is not because I didn't see is not on point. I seen two point come out. No, everybody was out. I I didn't see Garcia. Um, but yeah, you could have easily had add Jericho to this. Set it up as a three-way. Moxley doesn't take a pin. Tanahashi doesn't take a pin. 
Tanahashi can beat fucking uh, Jericho. I mean, I look at it like this: like you don't like let it be one on one. Mox has been calling out Tanahashi for like a year or two, like for a while since before he went out to rehab. Yeah, he wanted Tanahashi. We had those damn he vignettes where he was calling out Tanahashi. He literally said the Forbidden Door. Yeah, that was the yeah. so have Tanahashi beat him. Like these are the ones where you can do your. You're more than one. Like Moxley losing to Tanahashi in this match doesn't hurt Moxley. No. So you can have him be, and then he can sit there and go, "You were the better man tonight. I'm still coming for you. That's this why this isn't over. That's why I think this ends in shenanigans. Jericho. But I mean, it has to cost at least the match. it's built in that it can end with shenanigans, and not come across as just an overbooked mess. Yeah. No matter what, though, Tanahashi has to win and take that belt. And I don't want Moxley to fucking beat Punk for it either. I want Eddie to beat Punk for it. No, you don't have Punk lose the belt the first time. No, he no, comes no. Back. I'm just saying, at some point, like the yeah. person that takes it off. Of no, Punk I mean, like when, be Eddie. when he comes back and Moxley finally, if Moxley wins and Moxley faces Punk, mind you, Punk and Moxley is probably going to be a huge fucking match for pay per view down the road. But you come that you come back to that dilemma of like I think do you have Punk beat I Moxley? I think Moxley losing the Punk hurts Moxley because that just gives the impression that Punk just gets to win. Granted, he put over fucking MJF massively, but yeah. I don't think Moxley losing to Punk looks good. For belt. That should be a non-title match where you can do a clean finish and it's, it's for nothing. Because the person who should take it off of Punk is not MJF. It's Eddie Kingston. I mean, that's all comes down to is Punk willing to do the deal for for Eddie. To put over Eddie. I mean, here's the thing. I think a lot. How of, much bad blood they I have. I think a lot of what they say has like some modicum of truth in it. But there, there was a match. They wrestled one another, so they can at least do business with one another. This isn't the Punk Colt Cabana situation where they have not appeared together at all. And since Punk's been around, we have not really seen Colt. So unless he is doing a lot of other things. Like I said, like what last week, week before, like I, I think that situation is kind of fucked for Colt. And but I mean, we know Eddie and fucking Punk did business. Like they got in the ring with one another, oh, and, that, and Punk didn't squash Eddie. And that was a fucking shoot. That's what I'm saying. Like most of that was a shoot fight. It didn't like. He didn't fucking, yeah, they did business. They did what was best for business. They got this shit out. Like, I think you could have. Holy shit. Punk put Eddie over. Like, that is what's best for business. And it doesn't really hurt fucking Punk to do it. Especially if you just have MJF beat fucking Eddie. And then let those two fucking feud. Because those would be great promos. Either way, the 
Forbidden Door build has not been good. No, it needed more than three weeks. Yes. You shouldn't have one pay-per-view. I think what what's, what ultimately has screwed them now on the build to this is they wanted to do it in Chicago because they knew Punk was going to be the fucking champion. So that's why they booked it for Chicago. Yeah. Well, now that is, that that booking is now hurting them because you had to rush the build for this pay-per-view. Still a better build than you would have gotten from WWE with a three-week turnaround because they would have booked every match the Monday after the last pay-per-view and just fucking spun their wheels for three weeks. At I least mean, you got something different every week since the fucking last pay-per-view. You had things added, not on fucking dynamite after the fucking pay-per-view. Here's the fucking card for Forbidden Door. See you in three weeks, folks. It's still going to be a good show. Oh, it is. It's going to be a good show. Hopefully it's a a success and both companies save, uh, play nice with each other to do this again next year. Yeah, which means I want to, I still want a massive multi-company Cause look at, Show. cause look at what happened with Impact. Like you don't, um, AEW and Impact don't don't really fucking do anything anymore. I mean, I don't, I don't didn't know what the hell long. happened with that. That just also Stallcast. You got Josh Alexander versus uh, Fatu. So you got Impact versus MLW. Yeah, well, MLW is not fucking. I mean, they're not. No, but dude, that's a pretty fucking big match. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a. But I'm and saying like, and it's for the Impact Championship too. Mm-hmm. So that's two bigger. I guess a third and a fourth in wrestling American wrestling um, companies. Impact third, MLW fourth. I thought MLW was a Mexican organ- pro- promo. Are they yeah, American? Yeah, they're American. They're out of California. That's where MJF came from. MJF had to finish his contract with them before he could sign with AEW. The uh, that's where fucking uh, fucking. Uh, where are they based out of? I want to say Southern California. Um, La Parca is there. Like legit La Parca. Yeah, old school La Parca and the new whatever new La Parca is. <laughs> And they were having a fucking weird ass, like old school Apoco was having a weird fucking feud with people over there. But yeah, Fatu is if like only, if only Laparco, like legit Laparco was young still. Like I'd love to see him just show up. The chairman, yeah, come and back, just like waylay people with a chair. <coughs> um, other stuff I remembered while we we're talking is WWF news is the uh, Rhea Ripley's injured. Speaking of the injury bug. Is it legit? Yeah. Um, don't know why. Don't know. They never gave a reason. They just said she's injured. That's why I was like, is it legit? Because mm-hmm. it was just out of the blue and then fucking... I don't know why they Judgment Day was on main event. I don't know why they pulled her just to add Camella. <clears throat> I don't know. Like a worse match. Um, because nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Mm. I don't buy that Triple H is back in NXT either. Yeah, that's another thing. And it's also, what I said is happening right now. 
John Laurinaitis is taking the fall. He already got replaced. He's been put on leave. And Bruce Pritchard now is taking over um, talent relations, which apparently Bruce hates. He doesn't want to do that, but he's a yes guy. Vince, what happened the day after we did our pay-per-view, uh, pay-per-view podcast was Vince that stepped down as CEO. Stephanie is now the CEO. She's well-loved, apparently. But also... Vince is still head of creative. Well, well loved where they fucking talked shit about her when she left. Yes. No, this is all a fucking draw. I still don't think Vince survives this. No, Vince survives this. He, um, he's still head of creative. He's still making all the fucking decisions. <laughs> Unless John Laurinaitis is going to step away. He's, he's going to be the fucking fall guy for this. Vince eventually is going to come back into CEO after after so many months. Dude, because he didn't come back as CEO after the steroid thing until like 2009. Like that's how far along he wasn't CEO. Linda was. Did you know who was supposed to take like... Um, so there was a... I was listening to Melza talk about this. There was a backup plan. If he went to jail who was going to take over WWE at the time. And it was fucking uh, Jared Jarrett, the Jeff Jarrett's dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was supposed to well, take over. Well, I mean, because he, he was the only other, I think, really big promoter at the time. Yeah, because I don't know if he... WCW was still... No. Was it still Jim Crockett? No. They were just... They weren't, they weren't massive yet. I don't know if Jim Crockett was in charge at the time. No, that's what I'm saying. I think they were like... I think it was Ted Turner owned it, but it was still very small. Because that was like, what, 94, right? I think so, yeah. So that was like the... That was the Pauly Dangerously stunning Steve Austin Because Hogan, in, Hogan in was still in W... Yeah, that's what Hogan was on his way out of WWE at that time. Yeah, so this was like up until... This is like... Yeah, that's when... Turner I, owned WCW, but they weren't big yet. No, it's not until they signed Hogan. It yeah, is it's when, when they, they started going up. And Ted Turner bought the company. When Ted Turner bought Turner. Um, but it's the... Uh, how things would have been different if... Oh, I think they would have got run into the ground. Yeah. Because that, at that time, you lose Hogan. So Jared has to deal with Hogan's debacle, the and Yokozuna again, thing. His fucking he like he kept putting fucking Jeff over. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Jeff Jarrett was never carry a company guy. Never. He didn't like it didn't happen in Impact when they fucking he was there. It didn't happen in W. They tried to make him the fucking champ in WCW. Russo tried to make him champ, and it didn't fucking work. Well, in Impact, he was the head booker. But that's what I'm saying. He, it's, he was, ne- it's never worked anywhere. Um, Another AEW thing. Christian Cage probably gave his best promo last night. With the and I love I saw the articles like shitting on him for like stepping over the line. I'm like, if you don't believe... That those lines 
were cleared ahead of Tom. Oh yeah. Between not even, it didn't even have to get cleared between Tony and Chris. Like that he didn't talk about what he was going to say with jungle boy. Yeah. And his family and the family Yeah, and the crap that happened. What? At the paper. Oh no. Last week. No, at the pay-per-view. No, this is no, like, no, no, no. I'm turned. talking about when he told off his Jungle Boy's mom. Oh, um, well, that was at the was that at the pay per view? Was that last week? No, that was last week. Yeah, that was yeah, the yeah it was match. the ladder match. So if if that, and again, that's the people who write these articles and don't understand wrestling. But it's also a great. It was. I mean, it was it was a shot because I read what he said first. Yeah, and then I I watched. I'm like. Uh, we were sitting there talking and I'm like, he's about to say some shit that's fucking, that is very fucked up. Because at the end he paused and then he went into the Jungle Boy and uh, his dad stuff. Yeah, because he went off on a tangent and he's yeah. like, back to Jungle Boy. And I'm like, he's about to say some fucked up shit. And then when she heard it, he, she was like, that was unnecessary. It was literally the fucking, um, what he said, it was like, when you have a five-star match and then people forget it the next week or a month later. Don't talk to me until you have a match that people talk about more than a week later. Yeah, when you have a match that they name pay-per-views after. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a great, you know? He's like, I'm not here to, like, elevate... Because he takes shots at Punk, and I'm like, I'm not yeah. here to elevate younger talent. I'm here for a paycheck. I'm here for money. Like, that's a great fucking heel. Yeah. And, and then he's like basically the whole taking the shot at fucking MJF. Like, don't complain about your paycheck because a lot of people complain that fucking Christian came in making more than MJF. Like, that's been a fucking argument on fucking, on, you know, that was one of the things the internet wrestling community was bringing up. Oh, he's mad because Christian's making more than him. So they're fucking running with it. Well, a lot of those ex WWE people are making. Because they deserve, like, you're, that's how wrestling works. Yeah. Like,. We paid a crap ton of money to bring Gangrel in. We paid a crap load of money to bring in the fucking Rock and Roll Ex- No, the fucking... Gibson? No, the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. To have both of them. We paid a thousand bucks a piece on top of everything else. That's not if bad. If not more. It's not bad for the Rock I, and Roll Express. I don't Roll know. Express. It might have been like... 15, it might have been like 1500 but we paid a lot. Like that was, we blew the budget of the show on them too. And it's the whole fact of the, uh, that's how the wrestling business works. Like the bigger name, the more money you get. Yeah. Cause look at punk. Yeah. The, um, but that was such a great, and then, when Luchasaurus comes out and fucking backs him down into the corner and he was like, um, Luchasaurus needs to learn how to grab somebody by the throat better. Cause he, he was just doing this. I'm like, no bro, you need to when he brought sell up, it more. When he brought up Mako. <laughs> and then he gives that same, like he hugs Luchasaurus in the middle of the ring and he gives that same look to the fucking camera that he gave, uh, when he hugged jungle boy, um, the week before he turned. Yeah, it's he's fucking playing. Like, again, that's how a good heel fucking mm-hmm. works. Because the only people that are going to see that look are the people on... 
people watching on television. That's a 20-year vet. Yeah, knowing to play to the camera. Uh-huh. Because the people in the audience are going to be like in shock that he's hugging him. Oh. They're not going to see the facial expression. Speaking of X champions that we worked with, um, Cruz got a win. Yeah, he did. Did you see he put out a, a press release? Yeah. With his list of demands? I'm like, I love the snake man. <laughs> you seen his... his uh, Day of the Dead mm-hmm. mask. That's pretty cool fucking mask. I've been tempted to just, because I haven't edited anything in forever, to like go edit like a video together and be like, this is the snake man we want in AEW mm. of just him being like a total prick, like fucking destroying fucking people. Yeah, he still goes on Andy's doing the same. I know he's like he, completely different. He is still the fucking heel Serpentico on the fucking Indies, which is why, like, if we ever fucking promote a show, he is or fucking start a promotion, he will get my, he will get the belt and be the greatest Louisiana champion of all time. And. Last bit of news I remember, uh, Dave um, Hepner passed away, and Tim Tim White White passed away. Two referees. Um, Dave is the twin brother of Earl Hepner. Mm-hmm. They pulled twin magic one one time. It was Hogan against DiBiase, I think it was. And he tried to pull twin magic because mm-hmm. DiBiase supposedly paid, about to say paid somebody. Yeah. Um, I mean, you like the norm, the, like the casual viewer would recognize them if they saw him. Yeah. Earl Hebner is the more famous. Yeah. He was the one that was, he's the fucking Montreal screw job. He yeah. was, he was the head referee. Tim white was very, also very distinctive. Look like the, the beard, mm-hmm. dark hair. Um, Tim white was Andre's, Handler when mm-hmm. he first started mm-hmm. in WWE all those years ago, back in the early 80s. He was the guy who drove Andre from venue to venue. He's the one to make sure he got his hotel room, got all of his accommodations, make sure when he got completely fucking wasted on <laughs> hundreds of beers and wines and stuff like that <laughs> to make sure he stayed out of trouble. Um, so... so- just it would pop. It just made me remember something. No, you know, because a lot of these people are on Young Rock, right? That went, yeah. That's what made me remember this. At the end of this past season, we had Vince give like the heartfelt speech to Young Rock about family, <laughs> and then a month half later, we get Vince is paying off people because he's had affairs on fucking Linda. <laughs> And also, shit cannon his kids. Yeah, fired your son and your daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, um, somebody needs to send that to the fucking rock. Like, uh, see, Tim White was a great ref, but then it it got weird for him when he stopped being a ref. And then it was the you remember that fucking I completely forgot about this the fucking suicide angle they did with him. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, every again, week he tried to kill himself, yeah. but somehow he goofed it up yeah. and it became a running joke. Yeah, because again, Vince, creative genius. Yeah, 
It was the, the attitude, attitude era, era was not what you were you think you remember. Yeah. And um, we got to meet Tim White when we went to the Daniel Ryan thing at the World. Oh, Wheels. Well, he was there. Yeah, he that's was, right. He was Tim White became the handler. Like he would go with all the wrestlers to the signing. Uh, so like, like, oh yeah, all the WWE sanctioned signings. Yeah, so he was the handler guy, and um, because that we were in line to. Did meet. He should be like. Was he at the table with him? Or no. Yeah, yeah Dude, he, was. he should be in the pictures. I took a picture with him yeah, that's by himself. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was, it was like me and like two other people were like, holy shit, that's Tim White. I want to get a picture with Tim White. So I went up first before you, met Daniel Bryan, got him to sign the book, took a picture with him. And then as I'm leaving, I hurry up and asked the lady, he's like, hey, can I take a picture with Tim White real quick? And Tim was like, Oh, he was kind of shocked because he wasn't wasn't expecting wasn't it. expecting somebody to take a picture with him. And I think somebody else before me took a picture with him, and I fucking should have asked. I didn't ask him this, but I should have asked him to like raise my hand, like I won One, the, yeah. won something, and then took the picture. So I got at least I got to meet him and took a picture with him and and shake his hand and stuff like that. Um, I don't think I I I never seen that was the only time. Out of all the WWE wrestlers I've met over the years, I think that was the one time Tim was the handler at the table. Actually, at the table. Because when I met Edge, I don't think he was there. Or Jericho and Shawn Michaels. I mean, it might have been different with Brian at that point because he was done. Yeah. that's He was still in a contract, but he was out. Retirement. Yeah. So that might have it might have been a different set of circumstances at that point. Because I talked to Daniel about being injured at the table. Yeah, your back injury. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I mean, at least I can say that. Like, I have. <clears throat> I talked to JR about running a promotion. <laughs> so I have a running record of bad interactions with <laughs> celebrities at tables. So, um,. It was the famous Edge thing where I asked him about his dog, and he was like, oh, the dog's dead. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, but he was nice about it. Like, he was super nice about it. Um, I remember JR. I, we met him at the House of Blues. Mm-hmm. And I kind of shook his hand and stuff. And then the next day when I went to the WWE um, experience, it was him and Paulie, uh, Paul Heyman, was at a table together. And so you have to walk past JR first to get to Paul. And I remember walking to the table and JR looks at me like getting ready to sign something. I was like, oh, no, I met you last night. I'm I'm going straight to Paul. <laughs> and he just gives me this look. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. I met Paul first because I sat... I sat there for like five minutes talking to fucking Paul Heyman and the handler chick who was supposed to like get push you, you yeah. push you across was getting pissed because me and him, um, um, me and him share the same birthday, different year, of course, but we're both born on September 11th. And I was talking to him about that and it was like, Hey, we're both named Paul. We're both born on the fucking same day. And he's like, Oh man, that's so, and we were just bullshitting back and forth. And then he's like, I think we got to hurry up and take this picture because it looks like she's getting pissed over there. And she took a picture and I'm trying to get behind the table 
to get in the picture to get to get a better picture with mm-hmm. Hall. But no, you can't do that. You got to be on the fucking opposite side of the table, and you got to kind of lean, lean, yeah. lean in for the picture. And then I walked past Jr. and I was like, "Hey, Jr. No, nah, I met you last night. I'm good," and, <laughs> and left. <laughs> what a dick, dude! I was so pissed because that going that experience. It was awesome because I met Ric Flair and fucking Paulie Dangerously, Paul Heyman. It was so fucking unorganized because you don't know who's signing at what table. Those people are only going to be there for a set amount. I don't think, I mean, that was... WrestleMania 30. Yeah, but I don't think experience had been really in a place that big and just not as centralized. No, it's the people that work there are just volunteers that don't know anything. They don't even know who the fucking wrestlers are. Because you go up to them and it's like, hey, who's coming up next? Oh, we don't know. They just bring people out. There's no like um, signs or anything or telling you this is table whatever with these people. These are the times these people. They do it now. But they didn't do it then because I seen stampedes of people. I mean, was access that old at that point? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it might. Like, they probably did it for like every major, like all the the big four. They probably had something like that, like an access type thing. But I know, like every WrestleMania, they done one. Because I remember when. Yeah, the but sh- they they had to have started at some point when like, the Shield came out together. Fucking people went nuts, and then when the Wyatt family came out. And um, that's when I was like one of the last people to meet Paul Heyman and JR before they took him away. And then they were like, oh, we got so-and-so, like Bo Dallas or somebody was coming up. And then once they find out the Wyatt family was starting to come up to the, like people were pushing each other out of the way to get to it. And it sucked too because like NXT had its own table. And this is back when Sammy was there and Pac first started and all this other stuff. Um, so it looks like the first one was in 2000. So yeah, they should have had everything. Yeah, it was Because according to this, I mean, they started doing events in 88. But the first access, which would have been the when they first went at that big, yeah. was in nine, was in 2000. Yeah, so it's... I just remember how all like how pissed I was because it was just like so many people crammed and literally if you were in the uh handicap line you got first dibs. Like they'll stop everybody else to mm-hmm. get rid of the handicap line. And then that handicap line would fill up pretty quickly cuz then you'll have some family with a grandma in a wheelchair. And it's like fucking seven of them, and they have to bring all of them up to to meet them. They'll stop that line, and they'll do that thing. And then you have a dude in crutches or another person in a wheelchair, not being mean or nothing. But I mean, it is a way to get in front of lines. We I've done yeah. it. I've done it at Disney World. Yeah, I've done it with the one person ride, like one one rider line. Mm-hmm. I would just run through that fucking gooch. It's the easiest thing. You just leave your fucking group. Or you have all your groups just say, yeah, we're all one riders. Yeah. You're not going to sit together, but you get, mm-hmm. you don't have to wait in line for an hour. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the pay-per-view. Um, what sucks is 
the pay-per-view of Forbidden Door, like originally I was going to go, and the one thing I was looking forward to was an AEW-type access mm. and meet fucking Okada and meet... Um, uh, some of the other AEW wrestlers. Like, I've already met Suzuki. I would love to meet him again. And I've met Ishii. I've met Tanahashi. But to meet Okada, that's like the one person. Yeah, because I mean, that's going to be... Uh, impossible. Yeah. Like, I met Kota Ibushi. Like, I've got a picture with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Okada's going to be hard to get. Naito would probably be another. Like, how do you not have Naito on this fucking card? So I'm saying you either got to hold some stuff back. Hopefully, I, I'm guess it had to be travel restrictions. Probably, it had to be. Um. So yeah, uh, it, I don't know. We had a, got a fucking packed weekend. They got a fucking comedy show Saturday night, <laughs> and then the convention during the day. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, not as long a show this week. So uh, yeah, this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, we'll be at Showcase Con in Slidell. Walking around. No table. Yeah, no table because uh, <clears throat> I don't know how much I'm going to be able to move around, how mobile I'm going to be. Uh, yeah, I'll be there all day, both days. But uh, yeah, so you see us, give us a yell. Um, yeah. And uh, there is a wrestler there. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Just a random guy who came in to the shop and was like, hey, I want to buy a table. I'm a wrestler. Here's an autograph. Eight by ten. I'd have to see who it is and know if I know him or, you know, yeah. recognize him. I think he's a indie Christian wrestler. Oh, God. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, it, I've never heard of him. Okay. Unfortunately. So, um, but, yeah, so that's it for this show. Uh, and we'll have another show. Or if you've already listened to the other show and now you, you know, you've listened to this one, awesome, cool. But I'm Wayne. That was Paul. And we'll talk to you next week.